Hello and welcome to Podcast vs. Player, episode 151. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who said I make people uncomfortable by violating their personal space. Really upset me, and it completely ruined our bath. It's only bloody Dan. <laughs> morning. Uh, morning. Uh, morning. <laughs> it's not morning, it's absolutely not morning. And it is not, it is evening, Daniel. Yeah, I think that shows that I've been at work all day, and I'm quite tired. Yeah, it's Monday. Oh yeah. Speaking of Mondays... How are you? Brilliant. Other than tired. Uh, what? <laughs> well, let's just steamroll through this then. Yep. <laughs> um, this week's podcast is brought to you by Blueberry, which is a premier podcast hosting service. And with Podcast First Player, you can get one month absolutely free. Just go to blueberry.com and use promo code PVP to get your 30 days for diddly squat. Done. We're out of the woods. Brilliant. Well done. Great job. Would. <laughs> Would you like some super interesting news? I will. Please do. Well, I haven't got any, but what I have got is uh, Nintendo has announced an addition to the Switch console family. Okay. Um, Are you not aware of this? No. Oh, this is last week's news, to be fair. But uh, the Nintendo Switch Lite is the device that's been rumoured under the name Nintendo Switch Mini for a while. Oh, actually, I think I might. Is this the one that's just without the dock, basically? Yeah. yeah, it's basically a cheaper, portable-only alternative to yeah, the na- yeah. main Nintendo Switch. Why it's still called a Switch, I don't... It's it's basically a static, because it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's just this a is, Vita. Essentially, yeah. I, I, I can see this being... They're going to phase out the 3DS, and this is going to be the permanent handheld. Um... I'm really happy that they've made my portable console portable. Yeah, and it just it's sort of like, oh, you know the Switch that you can literally take up and do everything, you know, you take it anywhere and play with your mates or whatever, literally the whole marketing campaign for it. Yeah. Well, this thing you can do the exact same thing with. I, I really don't see the point cool. of it. Cool, thanks, guys. Um, and it doesn't have motion control, so any games a la 1-2-Switch that require it you will still need to buy a separate Joy-Con and sync it to uh, your little Switch Lite. And because you can't plug it into your TV, you will have to play it on the 5.5-inch display. <laughs> Jesus, I'm pretty sure that's about the same size as my phone. Uh, my phone's actually bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's something to bear in mind. I can see this selling a lot um, for shit like uh, where Pokemon comes out. Price point? Um, at the moment, the only price point we have is in US dollars, which is 199 US dollars. In comparison, the regular Switch is priced at 299 in the States. Yeah, just get the normal one. For the the $100 saving, it's fuck, you may as well. But you're, not, but you're not getting anything, or you know, it's not as if anything's changing, it's just that you can't plug it into the TV. This, how much is? I'm not too, too uh, up with the. I can't even think of the word because I'm so tired. Uh, how much is 199 dollars in pounds? Oof, I think it's about what, what's 100, the conversion? 140, 150 quid, something like that. So, uh, nah. I mean, you could get a second hand switch for less than 200 quid. Yeah, I mean, I don't. If if there was, so say if the normal switch was a home console only. And this was just the same kind of game, same kind of deal. It's just you're losing a bit of functionality, but you can take it out with you. I think that would be perfectly reasonable. Yeah. But as that's literally the point of the Switch... You can you can take the Switch anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're saving, you might as well just, just save up a bit longer. Get a Switch instead. Yeah. It's not going to give you anything different. It's just going to take away some of the functionality the other one's got. No. I, I'm not okay with that. It's, it seems like a bit of a... Uh, a pointless, pointless thing. If you, I suppose, if you're super desperate for a switch and you literally can't afford one, yeah, it's fine. It's a good option, I guess. If but, you're not too fussed with the switch stuff, if you just literally want to play the games, um, so like, yeah, but you'd Breath still, of the Wild. Why would Pokemon, you not want to play something Mario. like Breath of the Wild on a TV? Why would you want to restrict that? It's yeah. like you ha- you've got Netflix, but only on your phone. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, I don't want to watch every film that comes out on it on a tiny little screen. I, I mean, I, I've got a Switch, so this doesn't really apply to me. Um, 
I can see I can see it selling. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I don't have a switch, so sell it to me. Come on. I can't. I, I genuinely can't think of a reason to own this over a standard switch, other than the um, price. It, but the price isn't. It's negligible. It's not. It's um, it's a hundred dollars. That's. It, yeah, but to, to some you, people, that's a significant amount. But so essentially, all the motion controls, all the HD rumble, the detachable Joy Cons, that's worth a hundred dollars. According to them, it is. So why the fuck is the switch so expensive? <laughs> <coughs> well, depending on how popular that is, maybe that'll force the price down a bit. It's Amazon uh, Black Friday sales at the moment, and the only switch um, where you can save some money is you get a uh, thirty-five dollar um, Nintendo E card. Right. It's the same price. You get thirty-five quid thrown in. <laughs> Fair enough. But, I mean, so, that's that's a partial game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of uh, reasonably priced stuff on the uh, Nintendo E store. Mm. To be fair, but. Um, yeah, this I, I can't see this selling as much as the Switch did. Um, I think they should just set in the grounds to see how people react. And I would dare say that in less than a year's time, we're going to be like a Switch Pro that is literally console only. So I'll have one of each. Yeah, so you've, so you've got your Switch, your current Switch, which is like the middle ground, does everything it needs to. Um, you're going to have your Switch Lite, which is a, a strip, bare-bones, handheld only. And then you're going to have a Switch Pro, which has got... I mean, the, the Switch is powered by a, a Tegra, a NVIDIA Tegra processor. It'll have a better one. It can output better graphics. It's faster. It's it's your hardcore gamer yep. console. That's what I can see happening. Yeah. And that I might buy if the games are there. But if it's not, I'll just stick with the Switch. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the majority of people who have bought a Switch do not take it out of the house. So I've took mine twice, maybe. But, again, it's not you're not going out, oh, let's go for a picnic and play the Switch in the park. It's, nah. You're doing things, you know. Um, so it's it's not... The, the, the better version that would be home only, you can't take it anywhere, that would make more sense. To, to push that first to say oh you know well people don't maybe take it out as much as we thought they would or you know as maybe as much as they thought they would buying it so yeah. this is just it's like you say it's just a slightly better version um, you know we'll increase the library or we'll have something extra that will justify the extra cost um, and you can just keep it at home and you just play it on your TV yeah. and then afterwards go there's somebody who maybe can't afford either option here's this one that you can take it's like a Fancy DS, basically. It's like a premium DS, yeah. Um, and that's got your Switch games on it, but you've you lose some of the functionality of the other two. That way around, I kind of see that would make a bit more sense to me, maybe. Yeah. But a just a, a more well, not even more portable. Like if it said, oh, the, the battery will never die, or you know, you. Yeah, can... I mean, the, the battery has been extended. Um, it's still not 3DS levels good. Mm. But... It's better than the standard Switch does uh, does perform in the handheld mode, I guess. Yeah, um, I think it, it, fine. I'd, I'd much rather them work on a better console rather than a more portable yes. version. But the, the last two times they went with power, you had the N sixty four, and that still got decimated. Yeah, and then the Wii U was actually. Uh, more powerful than the 360 and the PS3 um, and look where that got us mm. I saw a poster yesterday for Just Dance the new one that's available on the Wii <laughs> they're still releasing Wii games yeah um, not Wii U though just yeah. the Wii <laughs> um, and I saw an interesting thing and it said basically Wiis are still really popular in like hospitals and stuff um, and like retirement homes and whatnot, and obviously just dance, just dance to work on a calculator. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's do a switch uh, Wii version. But no, I just thought, wow, that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't stop releasing PlayStation Two games for almost the end of the cycle of the PS3, like because it was one of the most 
biggest popular yeah. everyone had one kind of PS2s. Well, they they were still um, they were still making PS2s until last last year or the year before was when they stopped production altogether. Right. Well, that, that's the thing, but that's that's a stupid mistake. Why the fuck are they doing that? I imagine it's still big in like Japan and stuff. I guess you've all, they've they've made enough. You can get one second hand. You don't need to be making new ones. When when Sony are losing money left, right and centre through the TVs and the laptops and the tablets and phones and stuff and all they've got is PlayStation, they're going to churn them out. (laughs) How much are they going to sell them for? 40 quid? Go to a car boot sale and get one for a tenner. (laughs) I don't know anything off that though. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Surely the the amount that they would get off it these days would would be... They'd be breaking even maybe for the amount that it's costing them to make it. I was always of the impression that consoles don't make... No console makes money, except maybe the Wii. I was going to say um, Nintendo, probably the only ones yeah. that do. But it's the, it's your software is where you're making your money. Because mm. obviously that's... Someone will buy a console once and that's it. Whereas games obviously will go and go and go until they can't play that game on whatever the current console is. Mm. And that forces them to then splurge up one-off... Per, excuse me. One-off purchase, get a new console... Do you think we're going to get to the point where we're going to be doing this news and it's going to be the PS4 Mini? No. Like it is with like the like the, the PlayStation 1 Mini and your SNES Mini? and. No, I think by that point it'll be an app. It'll be the PS4 library app or something like that. And you just get it yeah. on your phone and you can just play... You know those classic Uncharted games and your God of War and your Beyond Two Souls or whatever. <laughs> you play it all on your phone and it'd be perfect quality. Or you can like sync it to your PC and play on that. Like it will get to a point where the in high like in quotations the console wars will eventually come to a close. Of course they will. We're and getting we're it, getting consoles that are basically PCs. Yeah, basically, yeah. So it's just it's all going to just evolve, evolve, evolve until they all become just digital, and it's just okay. Anything that's got an internet connection, you can probably play it on that. Yeah, you know, Stadia. Precisely. I mean, that could very well be the first stepping stone if it works, and if it's anywhere anywhere near what they say it's going to be, then that could be the very first sort of step towards that completely devoid of hardware kind of. Um, you don't need to have a specific thing in order to do something. Everything will just be a universal game, you know. Yes. So instead of it being console exclusives, it will just be developer exclusives. So your rock stars, you know, they would be the only ones making GTA, say, but it wouldn't be exclusive to a certain thing as they were with Sony back in the day. Yeah, it would be they would make a game and then they would have proprietary rights to that and them alone. What you think about it though, you. you... You're limited with um, so any multi-format game hmm. is going to be made for most likely be made for PC and then dumbed down for the consoles. Obviously, back in the day, it was uh, whoever was winning the format war. So you had a point in time where games like Call of Duty, FIFA, etc., was made for the Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and then they then ported them to PS3 and PC. That changed then towards the back end of the uh, generation and it was PS3 then obviously this generation is PS4 and so on and so forth once we hit stuff like Stadia it will literally be if your internet connection can handle 4K you can play it 4K if it can't you play it 1080 if it can't you play it 720 so nobody's you're only going to be restricted by your internet yeah and which is obviously only going to get better and better exactly because we're, I mean, we're look, looking at fucking, oh, like the new GTX 20 series and oh, the new Ryzen uh, CPU. This and it. We won't need any of that. No, because you won't need to. As long as you'll you literally just need a device, a remote terminal. <laughs> yeah. So you but just you, get the Google like terminal, a set-top box, and yeah, it's just a little. It's a thing the size of your hand, and it just goes on your desk, and it connects to your monitor. And that's maybe 200 quid or something like that, and then you rent the service, and then everyone in the world would rent the service, making them an absolute fortune. The only thing that would differ would be your monitor, maybe. you know, Do you want to buy yeah, an 8K yeah. monitor? But then you go, okay, well, I don't have to spend anything on hardware anymore, so I could put all of the money into games, into the monitor, keyboard, mouse, make sure they're absolutely spot on, gaming chair, banging. Do you think all that stuff is going to go up, though? No. 
I think because the the more accessible things become, the cheaper they become as a consequence. I suppose, yeah. Um, I I honestly think that in about ten fifteen years, that's where we'll be. Um, I'm not looking forward to it really because then everything just seems to be just a mush together. Um, I like kind of like the the you know the warring competitor division side of things. Yeah. Because it forces both to be the best. You've got no reason to like progress or innovate if there's no competition for sure but i think that with the just the industry itself and the the sort of the increase in number of gamers and things i think that just it will just be like okay well we can't compete anymore we have to sort of pull our resources gonna be (laughs) well then but then it won't be about here's microsoft here's sony it would be here's devolver here's double fine here's microsoft studios here's you know uh naughty dog here's quantic dream you know they would be doing their own things, um, talking about the games that they're going to be launching, rather than you know what console's going to be out next. Because it's I Keanu think, Reeves. well, you roll him out whenever <laughs> you want to, as far as I'm concerned. But you know, it'll just be like you'll get to a point where it'll just be like, so everything will just run through this platform, yeah, and everything will just be digital. You just access it through a browser or whatever. You just sign in, and it's twenty quid a month. Like if it was if it was fifty quid a month, right? Quite a lot for a subscription based service for anything. But if that gave you a, like a historic library and new releases, like all new releases, and then you'd buy a little remote server thing, little desktop thing that would connect to your internet yeah, um, for 200 quid, I'd get rid of everything. What, See, would, the, what would be the point? With um, Stadia, though, I think, and I could be wrong on this, but from what I've read... So you buy into the service, but it's not like, say, uh, Microsoft Game Pass. So it's eight quid a month to ten quid a month, depending on which one you've got, and you get the or you get all these games, and we'll rotate some out here there. Your big ones week. are going to rotate. Yeah. yeah, it's you buy into the service, and then you buy the game on Stadia. Yeah. So Steam, but with you've still got that. Incurring cost, but you've still got to buy your games. Yeah, it would be the equivalent of having uh, Steam having a subscription service to it. Yeah, but instead of saying you get 40 titles a month that you can play, or however many, and then they'll swap some out, you've got to buy that game. So you've got to pay your £10 a month, whatever it is, plus 30 quid for the game that you want to play. Mm. But that's and also. That I don't like. But if you're coming at this from the point of, I don't have a PC, I've always liked the idea of it because you know the the quality is generally speaking much better. Yeah. Um, this way I don't have to. I'm still going to pay that thirty quid, which is what I would have paid for it either on PC or on a console that I've maybe not even bought that. Um, so I'll just pay for the subscription service, then buy the games I would have bought anyway. But I don't have to worry about the hardware side. I don't have to worry about upgrading things. You know, because I, I, if I could just sell my PC, get rid of it, sell all the consoles I've got, get rid of them, and just have one thing that I could just play everything through, why wouldn't I do that? It's the, I don't know. I, I, I don't like the idea of having to pay a subscription and still having to buy all the, the content. Well, it would be... I think it would... Well, I'd like to think it would be at a reduced rate. So it wouldn't be... If it was... Like the like the Nintendo Store or whatever, you know, all the digital games on there, and for, for most part, like the Xbox and the PlayStation ones, although they are getting better, you're paying more than you would for a physical disc. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not in that same category, if it's like twenty nine quid tops. Yeah. For a new game or thirty nine for something super like your Cyberpunk's, your new Metal Gears, your new GTA's, they say it's forty five quid new. But you don't have to physically own the hardware to play it at its absolute best. What happens when your net goes though? Are you fucked. <laughs> to be fair, you fucked with Steam anyway because it's still got to do the um, uh, what's it check to make sure you you own the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's for piracy more than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, at least then. You just jump in and play. You don't need internet for the rest of the duration of your gameplay. You oh yeah, of course. That initial first launch. Well, you say oh. that, like you don't for most things. Like if Steam just goes offline and it can't connect to anything, I can still play games through it. I suppose, yeah. 
I mean, I've, I've absolutely done it before. And nothing's ever... Obviously, your MMOs and stuff, something that needs an active internet connection. That's yeah, a different that's story. Different. But, yeah. you know, if I wanted to go on and play Wolfenstein and unplug my power, it would still work. Not your internet, not your power. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn the internet. <laughs> I don't know. but I, I, think it's, I think it's an interesting kind of future we're going to be getting towards. But I think that releasing a piss-poor version of an already-released console is not... That's not a step in the right direction, no. I don't think that's a good idea. What if the uh, the Switch Lite came with a subscription service so you just got Switch games all the time? <laughs> if it was all of them, sure. <laughs> sure, why not? I can't see that ever happening. No, why would they? I, to be fair, I don't think they've updated the um, the oh, virtual store since Christmas. So oh, I'm still playing the same shitty fucking games. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, but you did mention them previously. Psychonauts 2, Dan. Yep. Will not release this year as planned. I'm okay with that. There's mm. a lot coming out this year, and I still haven't finished Psychonauts 1 yet, so I need to what get around to that. Fucking shit. And it's, I'm pretty sure, I'll just have a quick check now, but I'm pretty sure it's not in my library anymore because it was oh on my, my old God. hard drive that died on its ass. Let's have a look. What was it called? Psychonauts. Yep, no. So more than likely. Damn it's it. probably not. Although, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that Psychonaut, the, the version that I got, was one of the new, like, update, well, not updated, but, you know, it's released for a modern PC. You know, one of those versions. It's, so, yeah, it's it not, may have... It's not like a remaster or nothing. Yeah, no, no, but it's not, like, an original disc copy or something, but I'm pretty sure it would still have um, cloud saves. So, for that, uh, I'm pretty possibly, sure I should be all right. Possibly. Or, I had it on um, the original Xbox to start with. Mm. Um, bought it twice because the disc got scratched a fuck. Ugh. And I bought it again because I loved it that much. And then got it on PC and I fucking love it. Yeah. So good. Still Very need to get around game. to it. But Psychonauts 2, I, I'm definitely looking, <coughs> excuse me, definitely looking forward to it. It's just that there's a lot of stuff coming out this year that is going to definitely take priority. Yeah. You know, you've got your cyberpunks, you've got your fucking Wolfensteins. Um, I'm hoping that for a cheeky uh, either Nando's. S- <laughs> no, um, I'm hoping for another cheeky Far Cry, but I'll probably not. Um, nah, Star not this Wars. Year. You know, th- there's a lot of stuff coming out year- this year that's going to take focus. So I'm not sure of. Well, Cyberpunk's not out till next year. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course it is. Sorry. Yeah. I'm still thinking it's. The start of the year for some reason, which it's it's not. <laughs> We're like in the middle of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm fine. But the, the, the certainly no rush for it. Um, the news that was announced in a post to Fig, the crowdfunding website where the game raised $3.9 million Jeez. in funded back in 2016. In the post, Double Fine said that the delay, while it's tough, is the right thing to make Psychonauts to a better game. Quote, when I'll target next year for release, we know it's always disappointing when you have to wait a bit longer, but we also know that you're an amazing supportive bunch who, just like us, want the game to be as good as possible, so I hope you'll understand. Double Fine also confirmed in the blog post that despite being brought by Microsoft, the studio will still honor Psychonaut 2's release on every promised platform. That means the game will still come to PlayStation 4, as well as Xbox One and PC. Oh, imagine that. Imagine if Microsoft snapped them up and was like, yeah, you can't release that on anything else now. Considering it was Sony that pushed the fucking crowdfunding, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "If it's there, we'll fucking do it." Yeah, <laughs> same as fucking Shenmue. But um, to be fair, the Xbox original version was a fuck ton better than the PS2 version. Um, Just saying, I've Just only saying. I've only played the PC one, so wherever they've taken that from, it'll be the. Uh, I imagine the Xbox port. I'm guessing because I don't think it came out on PC at the same time. I'm not sure. I really don't. Um, I mean, this is this is sure. really back in the day. Yeah, the PS2 version. It was still a good game, but it wasn't it wasn't as good as the Xbox version. And I remember having it. I remember getting my friend to buy it because I was like, "It's so fucking good." And then he got it. It was like really good. And then I played it at his house. I was like, "God, this is a garbage version." <laughs> <laughs> Get this out of my face. It could just be like the um, Mass Effect port. That was yeah. just like because then I was really pissed off because Mass Effect Two came out on PS3, yeah, and um, 
and I had to deal with fucking shitty version on the Xbox. I was like, what? Yeah, but you did get to play the first Mass Effect a lot earlier. Um, well, I don't think they released it for the PS2, did they? They, they did, but it was. Like I know it might have been the PS3 actually. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very. Uh, it, they didn't remake it or anything like that. They just ported it over, so well, you could finally they, do it. But. I think they changed the engine. So they I think they might have upgraded it to the Mass Effect Two engine. Yeah, that's what I think they were doing with. Uh, it was like, I can't remember which way they did it, but yeah, that, that's that's what they were doing anyway. So it made it just feel better overall. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that the PC one, because I've got two and three. I don't think I've actually got one for the PC. No, I've only got two and three. Um, Thanks, Origin. I know, Gallant. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure that one did come out on PC, though. It must have done. Yeah, 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 it definitely did. Yeah, but again, I'm assuming that that's using a, the more modern version of the... You know, be using the two or the three sort of inner workings rather than the original. It, it would have been a like a patch, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure, yeah. For PC. Because I remember having, I had the first Mass Effect on Xbox 360, and then I got Mass Effect 2 for 360, but I got Mass Effect 3 for PS3. Why would you do that? Because I hadn't got 360 at that point, oh. and I wanted to play it. But your story wouldn't carry over your ding-dong. Yeah, I know, but I just wanted to play it. And then I got 2 on PC, started playing through that, and then I got 3 on PC, and actually transferred the shit. It's yeah, all yeah. good. It's all gravy. I don't mind. I got to punch a reporter four times. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play the game. <laughs> nah, it's delays. It's not. It's not really news. Until no, it's the game not. comes out, it's going to get delayed. But it's, yeah, that's how it happens. It, 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 I'd rather them say we, we're not happy with it, so we're going to have another crack. Rather than yeah, we've waited this long. Yeah, exactly. What's another fucking seven months? <laughs> Rather that than the fucking um, whoever's making Sonic, like they've they were just pressured into going. Oh God, fine, we'll redesign it then. Bloody hell! Like if, is, if that was we, the case, if they released it and people were just like, "This isn't the Psychonauts that we've been waiting twenty five years for." Yeah. <laughs> why is he? Why can he run fast? Why has he got blue spikes? <laughs> why is it not tank controls? What is this? <laughs> well, um. Like, I think I'm pretty sure we definitely said it to each other. I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but this all this shows is Sonic is a bad film because if they've taken this and they go, oh, okay, we'll, we'll redesign it, whatever. You're not happy. If it was a good film, they'd come out and go, well, no, you're not happy, but just watch the film. It's really good. And you'll just get used to the. I no, I don't think so. I think that that you think it's going to be good. No, no, I just mean that. <laughs> I think that the that design thing, like all you have to do is change that model out in every scene that he's in. That's all you got to do. Yeah, like that's that's of like it's of all the reshoots and stuff like that. Otherwise, you end up with like a Justice League mustache problem. Um, like when you reshoot with people, things can change, and you know. Everything looks different yeah, again. People, people Fantastic change. Four, you know. Look at how, you know, doing the reshoots on that has affected yeah. the overall quality of the film. For a CG thing, you could have redesigned it a week before you were due to release it, and just overlay it onto, you know, it's not easy. I'm sure, but no, I mean it's not. But it's, that's the probably the easier part. It's technically you've got a character rig, so you have got your skeleton, and then you're going to have your 3D model on the top of that. It's all going to be superimposed and like motion graphed in. As long as he has so, the same proportions, like height, weight, size, shape, yeah. that kind of thing. So people who are looking at a ball on a stick when they're talking to him, as long as their eye lines aren't really out now because they've made him a foot taller, um, then yeah, I don't see that being the worst thing in the world. But I think maybe it's their commitment to the fact that they go, we, we think that the story is good. But therefore, we want to. We don't want people to just go. We're not going to see it because we don't like the look of him. I don't think people would be willing to give it that chance, or they wouldn't be able to get past that. So they go, "Well, the story's fine, but the biggest issue is what he looks like." So if they address that and people go, "Well, yeah, it looks fine now," then they'll be judging the rest of the film by its actual merits, which there won't be any. But I'm just saying that's what <laughs> they're probably thinking. Speaking of films, though, Dan, 
I saw a post earlier on Instagram um, of a like mock-up design based on a rumour that Craven the Hunter isn't going to be Russian. Um, and they've like the MCU's version of Craven is like from a distant Wakandan tribe, <laughs> and he's got like Wakandan tech and stuff. I love that. It looks great. It's got that the dude from amazing. Luke Cage. Um, oh, I forgot his fucking name now. Not Luke Cage, but one of the characters from Luke Cage. He's like the the guy they've used for like the mock up. It looks pretty fucking. You know what, Dan? I'm going to send you the picture. Please now. do. I, I, I have no idea. I knew the Craven was definitely being passed about as the next thing, but I love that as an origin. It's a, it's it fits in with the MCU, though. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, for sure. Like they've already established, this is the place. This is the sort of tech they've got. Just having someone who just comes from maybe a different section of Wakanda or a different tribe or yeah. whatever totally works. I'm going to have a look there at this right go. now. Um, yeah, so it said. Um, oh, I don't like the mock-up, but I think it looks pretty cool. Mm. Um, it said so. I've heard from a source the idea of Craven being from Wakanda, <clears throat> from a tribe that no longer exists due to them being exiled by the royals, is on the table. But um, they couldn't have that guy though because he's already been cast. Like he's already in Wakanda in Black Panther. He's been in like multiple films. How could it be the same dude? It's nice, him from. It's the guy who's in uh, Luke Cage. What? I thought he was in Baku. No. It's. Um, I fucking hell, I forgot his fucking name. I forgot who he played. In oh, Luke you Cage. bloody hell, you're absolutely right. It's fucking. Uh, shit, what was he called now? Um, fucking hell. He was <laughs> the proper black. He was from the second season. Second season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the it, bad guy slash good guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever um, his name was. <laughs> yeah, he had like the white. He kicked shit out of Luke Cage, basically. Yeah. Um. But then again, he's still been cast in something that is still technically canon. Not really a canon anymore, though, is it? Well, yeah. I mean, the films don't agree, but <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix and Marvel don't agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm I'm okay with that. I'm surprised that more people aren't kicking off with um, and another thing that I actually wanted to talk about as well. But the fact that a an African American actor would have been cast for a again typically white. Role coming um, off the back of Varial from the Little Bird. <laughs> well, there's that, and also um, a new 007 has been cast as a, a black woman. Yeah, and people are not happy about that. I'm not, not because she's black, because it's it's not James Bond. She's also not playing James Bond. She's playing 007. Yeah, I know, but it's it's just bringing it into. We've already got spy films for women. Keep 007 as 007. No, 007. Let's go back to Brosnan. 007 is a, a title. It's a title, I know, but it's going to be ushering it into the same thing. No, it's not. It's going to be James Bond as James Bond, and she's just the new version of him. That's all. It's no, probably going like to be it. for one film until he goes, right, fine, I'll come back. I'm not retired anymore. He ain't going to come back. Oh, just Bond in general. Yeah, just Bond, not, not Daniel Gray. This, <laughs> this is his last one. But all, you know, they'll reboot the whole thing again, maybe, and they'll go for a you know a Bond before he becomes a double O. You know, it could be anything. James Bond Junior. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Had the sticker book for that. Really? Yeah. It was like a trash cartoon show as it well. It was awful. It was Ugh. awful. That's what it, that's what the stickers show the book was. Oh right, okay, yeah. But no, I don't. <laughs> It's not I'm not against like female led films or nothing like that. And like there's a lot of really good uh, like like um I oh, fucking know what was that film you told me to watch the other week? Peppermint. That's the fella. That's the woman. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner, um, I think it is. Stuff like that. It's fine. But it's I don't know. I just don't, it doesn't gel. It's cuz it's going to be compared to Bond. But it's it's because not... it, because that's what it is. No matter what kind of icing you put on the cake, it's going to be put against James Bond. But they're in the same film though. This isn't a new film. It's... No, I know. But then what's the problem? It's James Bond is still James Bond. It's just that she's just got his job. That's all. Yeah, and people are going to complain about it. They already have. It's because they don't read anything further. They just say that oh, James Bond is no more. Now James Bond is a woman. 
yeah. it's Jane Bond or whatever. Which, um, to be fair, they did in the original Casino Royale, not the Daniel Craig one, the original one. Well, that was yeah. a uh, yeah, James Bond, Jane Bond, Jimmy a, Bond <laughs> a parody or something, wasn't yeah. it? Um, but yeah, but loads of different Bonds in it. Yeah, but again, it's it, it's the character itself is not going anywhere. No, I know, I know and they'd I know be what you're absolutely saying. stupid if they went right. James Bond as a bloke, no more. Now that character, that person, the one that is from all the other films, because I think that all of the James Bonds are all supposed to be the same James Bond over however many decades or whatever. No, it's got to be a title on it. No, 007 is a title. James Bond is still a person. No, 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 not title. I think they're just like different instances. Because I don't, I don't think they all play into each other. Well, you say that there was fucking what was the one that was like Pierce Brosnan and he was going through that like history room with M and there was like odd jobs hat and there was like the shoe with a spike coming out of it which from like Sean Connery and Roger Moore like and he's going oh yeah I remember all this so it's the same Bond it's yeah, just a different actor <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> he was in the prop room yeah <laughs> the MI6 prop room <laughs> so you know it's it's not anything different it's just saying how about we just have Instead of it just being men, 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 men. Instead of just that, you know, <laughs> how about we have a female, in, like, you know, rather than just them being a usable fuck toy, now instead they actually have, like, um, fucking uh, Money Penny. When she was introduced into the Daniel Craig Bonds, she was mm. an agent. Yeah. She shot him, which <laughs> doesn't put her in great light, to be honest, but that's probably why she was like, no, I'm, I'm just going to go and work behind a desk. I'm going to be on a can't, desk. I can't deal with this. <laughs> um, but, you know, to have someone like, like um, you know, it fucking, what's her name? Uh, Isla something or other in... Um, Isla Fisher? No, not the actress. <laughs> um, in Isla White. <laughs> yeah, Isla Dogs, that's the one. Um, uh, it's uh, Ilsa or Isla or something like that from uh, Mission Impossible. Like from Fallout and... Oh, yeah, 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 whichever yeah, one was before yeah. that. She was like an MI6... Was it Road Nation? Yeah, that was before. I thought it was Ghost... Oh, no, it was Ghost Protocol, then Road Nation. Ghost then Protocol Fallout. was yeah, yeah. the fourth one, and then Nation was fifth, and then Fallout six. Sure. So I think she was in the fifth one then, and then that whole kind of cast carried over into six. Mm. Um, but she's like an MI6 agent, and she's like kicking the shit out of all sorts of people. Like, all you need is like a Black Widow kind of, you know, size doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not, it's not the badass bits of it. It's I, I will put good money on that there was a discussion... That said, depending on how well this is re- received, Craig don't want to come back to do another one. She can be our new Bond. Well, I th- what I think would be a better move is because I don't I don't think that changing James Bond's sex or gender is mm. a good idea. I don't think that that would work. Um, I think that it would be better instead of saying it's James Bond 007, it's blah 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 007. So instead of it being James Bond as being that specific agent, it's someone else. So you could just have the same kind of Bond films when it's all gadgets and bombs and jumping out of planes and stuff. But it's not necessarily about James Bond. It could be about other agents in MI6. So just because what Bond isn't in? 007... Exactly. You have 007, 006 and 0014. You know, have them all team up and do a mission together <laughs> yeah exactly I mean I don't know how many double O agents there are but um, you know the, I, I'm totally fine there's with definitely that. at least seven <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty sure that in the GoldenEye game Rogue Agent I'm pretty sure that's not canon double, you're like double O nine or something like that so at least it goes up to that well it's, no because that's not canon it's like, it's, it can't, it? it's like Men in Black there's not 26 agents are there no you have like capital J and <laughs> J one J, yeah, yeah. So well, I've I've genuinely got no issue if they just say if they say, um, we're, we're changing the whole character and the character itself is going to be female now and it's going to be Jane Bond. Then I think you were just changing the source material for changing the source material's sake. Yeah, but I, because I've got genuinely no issue with whoever's the best person for the role. They get it. I don't care. I really don't because it makes no difference. Um, but changing it for the sake of changing it, or just to be edgy, or just to be, you know, in in front of other studios. So instead of it, Jason Bourne, it's Jamie Bourne, 
you know, yeah. something like that. As long as it's not just gender swapping for the sake of it to say, oh, look, we had a Ghostbusters film, now there's a female Ghostbusters film. The film was not do. good. So that that's where... The film's fine. <laughs> As a comedy action, kind of sci-fi, spooky-ish film, it's fine. It's just a dog shit Ghostbusters film. Yeah, but there's, there's. But that wasn't the f- that wasn't due to the fact that they cast women in it. No, it was just a bad film. Yeah, it was a bad film they were put in, and that's nothing to do with the actors, actresses, or you know, oh, yeah. whatever the definition is. When we um, get in this new Ghostbusters film next year, I think. Yeah. Um, that's from the uh, original guy. This is son in it. My understanding is it's Ghostbusters three. Yeah. So it is actually a carry on. So they just yeah. ignored the last one, basically. But I, th- I think it's like all their kids. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like finding the, the van and stuff. I don't know. There's like that one teaser trailer, which is enough for me. Yeah. Well, Paul Rudd's attached to it as well, mm. so he could very well just be one of their kids, you know. Um, I could live with that. Yeah. A- anyway, back to Bond, though. Bond. Because I mean, we obviously play a lot of Bond games. We love Bond. Mm. There isn't a single Bond film I haven't seen, um, and. I, I've got no problem with them changing the 26, you know, film streak that they've had of having a big, burly, macho, slaps women, drinks, just gets laid all the time bloke yeah. to how about we just change it up and just make it slightly different? Maybe it doesn't work. There's some menstrual cramps in there. <laughs> it, it doesn't change. Like Kill Bill. I mean, like The Bride is like one of the coolest fucking characters ever. But that, that's, a, that's a character specifically written... Precisely, For and that. that's my point. I wouldn't be happy if they changed, if they did kill Bill, and it was kill Janine. <laughs> not Janine, but, you know, just, and they just switched it. could have it. just gone with Jill. Oh, that's true, yeah. Janine. Janine! But then it would be a bloke trying to kill, or, you know, they switched Charlie's Angels to all Yeah, then it's domestic violence. Well, no, it's just that I, they're just doing it for the sake of doing it, and that's what I've got a problem with. Yeah. If it's if it's for a genuine... Like, if they say, no, of course we're not getting rid of James Bond, it's just that 007 can be played by anyone, because anyone can be 007. That's fine. Because it's a job title. Yeah. So, yeah, of course it's fine. Like, it's it's not like Trevelli was killed in Goldeneye and go, well, he's dead, no more 006s then, I guess. It's right. You know, a football team, they get rid of a number nine, they can't go, well... We'll have to We're just, only going to have ten players. <laughs> yeah, well, you just you know now you're instead of your number being eight, you're 162 because they can't replace all the previous numbers with you. You know it doesn't make any sense, and I, that's I genuinely don't think that they're going to do anything like that. I don't think they'd be daft enough. I but I, I I wouldn't mind a subsection of Bond films that are all about other double O agents. What I want, I actually had this conversation the other day. What I really want in a new Bond film. Is I want to go back to having a good henchman. Henchman, yeah, yeah you're, you're not wrong. There's because, not been a good henchman for a while. Well, if you look at the old classic bonds, let's say classic bonds. If you look at the older bonds, you've got you got your jaw, you got your odd job, and the the mastermind is the mastermind. He needs protection. Yeah, you got because Blofeld. Yeah, because they aren't the physical. You know, they can't beat someone up. No. But with all the new Bonds, I'd say it's the biggest flaw, really. I mean, Quantum of Solace is, is, is its own flaw. Yeah. But there's, you've got Bond, and then you've got your villain, and they're, oh, they're pretty equally matched. It's like, I, I, there's no way, like, you, you look at some of the older Bond films, so let's we'll use Jaws as an example. Bond goes up against him, he's got to use his brains because he's not physically capable of taking out Jaws. Yeah. But if you throw Daniel Craig in that situation, he's got a pretty good fucking chance. Yeah, he breaks his legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I want, I want to go back to. I mean, there still have been. I mean, cheesy. like there was, like there was Zhao. I can remember in uh, the what's it called? The fucking the last one that uh, the world is not enough. I think uh, is that the last Brosnan one? Yes. Yeah. So Zhao was the henchman, um, and he had diamonds in his face from an explosion. Yeah. Um. I think there was someone called Mr. Kill in that as well, I think. Uh, which is a bit ridiculous. But that might have been the Bond before that, I'm not sure. Um, so Daniel Craig... Okay, so what's he had recently then? So we've had the weird parkour bomb-making guy. Yeah. 
um, in Casino Royale, the the other bomb making guy who he ends up putting a grenade on his belt and blowing him up on the airport runway, Mister Mr. Mads Mickelson. And then Mads Mickelson being the obvious, but again, he's the henchman as well because yeah. obviously, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, shit, I can't remember. But um, Mads Mickelson, uh, Mister White, the guy like shoots in the knee. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the end, he's a henchman. All four yeah. Christoph Waltz um, being Blofeld, you know. So they're all henchmen of him. And then like Dave Bautista's in it as some again stupid name. Um, Good fight scene though. He's a henchman as well. Yeah, but the, there's there's nothing that I don't think there's anything that will stand out as being like the test of time. And like I suppose like fucking what's his face from Sherlock. He was the like the MI5 head of oh, the MI5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, he's he didn't have like some MI5 agents that would stand up to Bond and beat shit out of him, you know, Hydra style. Yeah. Um, I I kind of like I would like a sort of a an over the top like chewing the scenery kind of villain but yeah because I think we've had just sort of enough people who are just sort of like it, 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 again it's the same for, with um, like Jason Bourne it's the same for Mission Impossible like the bad guys just seem to be a rogue person it's just you know it's yeah, someone it, it, it fits with those kind of films and I mean I know they're all espionage spy films but I don't know whether it's because I look at it as the newer Casino Royale not included because I really like Casino Royale, but the newer Bond films I see, I think Mission Imp- like the newer Mission Impossible films, say Ghost Protocol onwards, are better as spy films. Um, see, I really like Skyfall. Skyfall's fine, and it is it is a good film. That's got a good. Back it's here. not Fallout. Um, but then Spectre. It seemed like Spectre was more of a launch-off kind of film. Yeah. Like, it was going to be, you know, this is going to be the new Blofeld, and, you know, it's it's going to kind of touch on those old sort of 60s and 70s Bond films. Um, but, the, you know, there's no more... I mean, the cars, again, like, it's not a submarine, and it's not, you know, a, a crocodile hat that you can swim up <laughs> on enemies with. You know, it's like a crocodile submarine, or whatever it was he had. Um, you know, or there's not a... a, a plane in the back of a horse carriage <laughs> you know it's Royal had a defibrillator <laughs> yeah exactly like they, they, they don't just see and I don't know if I'd rather see like a serious bond with a silly gadget um because like it was pretty serious yeah but I, I, they were still a bit silly yeah but that was because of the era yeah but that's what I mean I don't know if that's like like a key kind of element of it whereas like the more like you know, even sort of like later Bond and uh, later Brosnan and Craig gadgets was more sort of like, well, it's a pen, but it's also a grenade. That kind of makes sense, you know. That yeah. seems like genuine sort of spy stuff, I guess. Or you know, it wouldn't be too hard to sort of set up. Um, but then like Craig had like the defibrillator, and um, like his his car was still pretty kitted out, but it was just kind of bulletproof, and I think he may have had some machine guns in it, maybe. But you know. He still had the classic DB6. Hmm. What, DB6, DB9? DB6, yeah. DB6 in there. That had the ejector seat. It had the machine guns. It had the bulletproof plate. You know, those were sort of like big clunky things because that's all they could think of in the 60s. You know, a big sheet would just come out the back yeah. rather than, oh, yeah, the car's just bulletproof. Like, all the then, windows and whatever. With, um, I think it's Dying... Is it Dying Another Day? See, though, there, the there's another link for you. I mean, it's not just Brosnan finding his weird history room. Daniel Craig had the Bond car. Where the fuck would he have got that from if yeah, he wasn't Bond? Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's been Bond for about five or six years, according to this thing, he's also had a car that's been around for 50 years. It's <laughs> kitted out with old-timey <laughs> old timey gadgets. It's off Dada Papacadery. If he was also James Bond, and he's James Bond Jr., I'm, I'm never watching another Bond film again. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, Brosden, when he had his... Um... The Aston Martin Vanquish that could turn invisible. I loved that car. Why didn't they just coat, give him a suit that was coated in the same stuff? Because he, he's then got he batteries could be and stuff in it. Yeah, he got a fucking portable fucking. Got what, power a generator? <laughs> generator and a wheelbarrow that he could carry around. Yeah. Whatever it sounds like a train, but I can't see it. <laughs> it's just wheeling it past all the guards. That sounds like somebody dropped some bricks. <laughs> yeah, 
But like, I, like the cars are another thing as well. Like, because the cars were just so full of gadgets, and like, I think they did a bit with the Spectre car, but like that car they made specifically for that film. Yeah, Spectre, and it looks ridiculous. I mean, it looks cool, but it's not the the DB9, which was just an outstanding car. Um, and I think it was the so the Vanquish or the Vanish they called it in the Brosnan film was just I think that was the one before the DB9 because the DB9 was the one with the defibrillator and then he ends up flipping yeah. it a thousand times a broke a world record that did hmm. like the most amount of flips like done in a car wow yeah which is incredible like, I think they did it in like one take as well it was like the first take they broke a record and was like nailed it first time brilliant is it James Bond in there or Daniel Craig <laughs> Is it James Bond or Daniel Craig? Um, well, one's fictional, so I'm going to yeah, say neither of those because it was a stuntman. <laughs> yeah, it was Daniel Craig. He didn't mean to run it off the road. No, it had like a piston that like slams into the floor and it yeah. like flips the car, but it just went like off a hill basically. So it was just doing cartwheels forever. I was. I'll, t- I'll tell you after the one. Go on. Um, but like they, so I, I think other than sort of just like general, it's a GPS tracker or whatever. Um. I think, like, in the next one, he was in a Kia or something. And then... Um, he, he, I don't think he got, like, a proper new car. Like, in Skyfall, he had the DB9, but he was obviously using that as a weapon. Yeah. Um, but I think the Spectre car is the... I think that might be the last time he was actually given an actual car. I could be wrong there, but I'm not sure. But it could do... I think it had, like, some sort of, like... I can't remember if it had, like, caltrops or flames or oil or something like that. But, like, you know, it's when, like, Q would come in and do a big introduction. It's like, here's the car. It's got all the usuals, meaning everything that we included over the last films. So yeah. it's got machine guns. Now it's got rockets. And now it's got oil slick. And now it's got a bulletproof light. So it goes, yeah, all the usual stuff. All, basically everything you've already seen. Here's this new thing that you'll definitely be using in this film at some point. Yeah. <laughs> now it turns into a submarine as well. Oh, well, I'll just drive off this bridge, I guess. Bloop, and off you go. Like they just don't seem to like. I like the kind of the young Q who's just like, is a bit of a nerd and he's like a really good hacker and whatever mm. you know. And he can kind of think things up, Makes but sense. you know, a gun that can only be fired by someone who's got a certain palm print or whatever. Boo, boo. I I want the, like with high tech stuff. They should be doing way better things than just a gun. And it, yeah. like, where's all the laser watches? Where's all that sort of stuff gone? You know, I want a parachute that can fire out my watch. Or it's got like a holographic imaging thing in it and it will just disguise you as a tree. Something like that, you know, there's no there's just no creativity to it anymore. It's just it's more grounded in the real, you know, kind of and I guess I don't know if that's Jason Bourne's fault and Mission Impossible's fault, but Mission Impossible's got some pretty goofy stuff that's going on in it. So you can't really say And they get away with it. And it just works. Like, they just put a rubber mask faces. on everyone. Here's a giant screen that will fill a corridor with, and you just move it towards someone, but there's, like, a camera in the back, so it looks like it's still not there. Brilliant. Okay. It's stupid enough, but it's but it can also go wrong so easily. Yeah, but but they explain it enough that it seems logical. Yeah, it's just that you're a super-secret operative, and this is... You can't just shoot him. No, no, we've got to use the thing. Yeah. It it just it's it's so complicated, and that's kind of the the sort of like the, the things that I like in a way. It's that's just why I like Mission Impossible because the their actual plans are so convoluted and <laughs> yeah, and it's like the unnecessarily 18th. ridiculous. Uh, it's and I mean when he's on the plane on Rogue Nation, and he's it's he's meant uh, Simon Pegg's meant to be hacking the the door so he can open the door. But he opens the wrong one. So yeah. just on the side of the fucking plane. He's <laughs> just like, did you not think this through prior to, <laughs> to getting on the plane? <coughs> but then it's like in Ghost Protocol, where I think it's Ghost Protocol, where they they have to get like some nuclear launch codes or something from someone. Yeah. So they have like two separate meetings in two different rooms in the same hotel. And one's taking pictures with contact lenses that's printing it out into the briefcase. <laughs> it's just like, what is this? That's the that's best the beauty thing. of it, though. But yeah, that's that's it's that silliness, and they they you know, but you you're up against so much pressure. What if they open the briefcase? What if they? Because obviously they clock him. Just yeah, going, yeah. you're clearly doing something here. And then how do you figure your way out of that? And I kind of like that silliness of it. And some of the you know, I I again I love the Bond films, um, like the the more recent ones. Um, but some of that silliness has been just but, it's just been stripped away. 
And that's I think why, that's that by... why I think Mission Impossible's a better Bond film now. Uh, but this is my point, though. This is why I think that if he, instead of just doing, it's Daniel Craig busting through walls, looking sad all the time. Um, if instead you had, the, you know, the like the Star Wars, a, a Star Wars story. It's like a Double O film. So it's about Double O Space. Seven. Yeah, in space would be brilliant. Like another Moonraker, yeah, bring it on. But, you know, like, maybe this 007, the the new 007, whoever she's going to be, um, you know, if she's well-received and the character's written well, then maybe she'd get a 007 film as the new 007. And then, you know, maybe you introduce a 006 or a 009, who's, you know, and they have, like, a cool team-up. And you could have, like, an Avengers-style, all these 00s. And, you know, who they all are. (laughs) And, um... Then you, you know, you you can have like an ensemble thing, with and then James Bond can come back. Yeah, he's like the Tony Stark. Yeah, for sure, like the OG, like something like that. I'm okay with, but I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything quite nah, complicated. But he he barely makes it for a mission, like with another, just with help from another person. <laughs> but it's usually someone that he's there to rescue, and he's just like, oh, thank God, you're a physicist. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> we need to launch this rocket. What do we do? But, you know, he should always be after, like, his missions are always to save the world. It's like yeah. every, every like, real kind of Bond film, in my eyes, is like, every, it's all or nothing. Oh, like, shit. you know, Sorry. we're going to irradiate the world's supply of gold and everything <laughs> that I own is going to be maybe in, inconceivably rich. I'm going to take these special genetically engineered orchids into the planet and kill literally everyone. Genetically engineered orchids. That's Moonraker. <laughs> no, it's just the way, like, it's never explicitly... That's not, like, the actual plan. That's not how it's set out. But when you put it like that, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> that kind of goofy take-over-the-world stuff is just gone. Fucking hell. It's brilliant, you know. And I just, I, you know, I just want there to be a bit more of a sort of... I don't want the sort of the campiness back. I don't want Roger Moore dressed like a clown. I don't want Sean Collery putting on an Asian face and just getting really horrible with it. No, but that's because you can't get away with that these days. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nor should you. No, you shouldn't, but, it <laughs> but was, uh, that was just seen as a comedy aspect. Yeah, like, uh, which, you know, but that's the 60s for you, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you, you know, there's, there's no... Like, I think, so what, the... The... Um, so... Casino Royale, they were planning to blow up a plane um, because someone had bet on the stock market that the airline's uh, sh- uh, shares, or the, their share price, would plummet. And they knew that that was going to happen because they were going to blow the plane up. Yeah. All of the share price plummet. They make a fortune, but they were gambling with their client's money, which is why he's obviously a bit panicked or whatever. Yeah. Quantum of Solace, can't remember, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, the jab like and then Alicia Keys song. That wasn't really my point, but whatever. <laughs> That's the only um, thing I can remember from that film. It, it was something to do with an, there was an asteroid. No, that was that was fucking Spectre. Never mind. Um, fucking hell, what was the next Skyfall. one? Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall. And a previous MI6 agent uh, wanted to get revenge on M. That was it. Yeah, he just wanted to kill M. Good villain though. A real good villain. But, you know, it, all of that sort of complicated plan stuff stems from that point. Um, but it's a personal story rather than a, you know, a dominate the world kind of thing. Yeah. Um, then you've got fucking uh, Spectre, where it's Blofeld, and I'm not, I can't really quite remember what his overall plan was. I think he was, but he's like the head of like this M- MI6 of criminals basically yeah you know he's sort of like the shirt uh, Moriarty to Sherlock Holmes um but there there was some sort of like you know running shit behind the scenes getting rich or whatever but you know I, I, I just want a good old fashioned I'm gonna boil the oceans <laughs> because I hate I hate fish and you know just make the planet 100% land that's what we'll do and I'm gonna put a giant laser in space and that's what I'm gonna do and Bond's gonna go in and sort it all out Give me one of them for a bit. Never gonna happen. No, maybe not. Specifically, Speaking that film. <laughs> that are not gonna happen, though. Uh, this podcast is gonna come to an end because it I, is. I didn't think it was for a minute. It was. Uh, it was not 
Right, go to... <laughs> if you want to hear more ramblings, you can go to the website at www.podcastversusplayer.com or .co.uk. It's YouTube at youtube.com forward slash podcastversusplayer. Twitter at podcastvplayer or Instagram at podcastversusplayer. There's stuff on all of those things that I've just said. Indeed. And if you decide to become a Patreon, you can actually listen to the PvP BTS... PVPPS. Oh fuck yeah, that's it. <laughs> just Jesus. throwing in extra letters. <laughs> it's a behind the scenes. Not it's well, it's not really. It's just it's an af- a show after the show. It's your Talking Dead. It's your Star Trek Discovery after the break room or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I, they've got it, They just talk about a thing. What after. happened on the episode? Exactly. Yeah. So we don't do that though. We don't talk about what we've just talked about. No, we get some experts in um, who go, "God, that was shit, wasn't it?" <laughs> Talked about James Bond films for about forty-five minutes with a blade up. But if you're a Patreon, you can go and uh, get that, and also all of the previous uh, PVPPSs as well. So and loads of other stuff. You can find further details on the website, and if you are. A Patreon, thank you very much for joining. And if you're in America or Algeria, we're trying to conquer the entire world through the alphabet by the looks of it. <laughs> um, welcome, Argentina. We're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, Argentina and Alaska, you're next. <laughs> uh, because uh, we're getting some pretty high numbers, Callum, at the moment from America and um, Algeria. So, yeah, Greater Britain's letting us down. I know, right? Um, what begins with an A? Anglia, West Anglia, or East Anglia? Sorry. We need to get them on Well, yeah, but it's just Anglia, <laughs> Anglia, comma East. Right, let's go. Let's get this other one done. Indeed. Bye. <laughs>